I have quite often heard the comment that I want to be more intuitive. What do I need to do to be more intuitive, to go to a deeper level, to go to a bigger level? Here's how you do it. It's not actually about the actions that you do. We have been conditioned to think that the how of everything, every answer we're looking for, the how of it is somehow based in physical action. And while physical action is an absolute offshoot of being a physical being, it is not always the answer to how to be more intuitive. The answer to be how to be more intuitive is to raise your frequency. So let's talk about how to raise your frequency. What does that even mean? Frequency is what this reality is based on. Oftentimes we refer to frequency in music. When I was learning to play the ukulele, my ability was severely lacking. I didn't know what strings to push. I didn't know what notes associated with what strings. And it took me a while to navigate and figure out what notes were what, what they sounded like, where to put my fingers on the ukulele strings to produce a certain sound, to produce a certain frequency. So I had to take my time and learn what it meant to resonate at a particular frequency. I still have to use a tuner to figure out if my strings are tuned to the right vibration and frequency. I can't do that by ear quite yet. I haven't had that much practice. But in the same way that you tune an instrument, you tune yourself. And how do you do that, right? There, there are so many people pointing in so many different directions going, if you just do this, that will be the thing. If you just meditate, if you just take longer walks, if you just get more sleep, if you just eat better food, if you just listen to me, then you'll be more intuitive. It's not how it works. Unfortunately, no one can tell you exactly what to do, but I can tell you how to listen to yourself, which is ultimately what you want to do. You want to listen to what is my next best step? What is my path forward to get all of the things that I want to experience? The things that are in physical and the things that are in non-physical, the things that are inside of us. There's a lot of confusion around what it means to ask for what you want in the Accelerate Your Mojo program. That's my mentorship program that I work with people on in a one-to-one -one capacity. Because we've been so trained to think about asking as getting something material in response, there's often a lot of confusion because if somebody is happy with they, where they are financially, where they are in a relationship, where they are with their health, then oftentimes what they want is inner peace. They want confidence. They want peace of mind. They want clarity. And those come from asking too. 
but you can't realize those results until you hit that frequency. And that's all inner work. The outside will reflect, and the outside is a mirror that will let you know what you believe to be true about yourself. And when you let go what you believe to be true about yourself in a negative respect, that's when the inner peace comes. That's when the confidence comes. It's all about resonance. I was working with somebody yesterday, and they are successful. They have a successful business. They have successful relationships. They feel good about where they are. But now they want to tune their intuition. They want more. But what I heard them saying was, I don't do enough. It's never enough. And we oftentimes don't hear ourselves because we habitually say the same things. So sometimes it takes an outside person to say, well, you know what? Let's just look at your actual words and they will lead us to what you believe to be true. And while this individual had so many wonderful things going on in their life, they still thought themselves to not do enough. At the end of the day, when they reflected on their day, their thoughts clustered around this idea that I didn't do enough. I should have done more, which will always lead to a sense of constriction inwardly because your inner being doesn't feel that way, right? Use Let's use the analogy of a toddler. And when a toddler is learning to walk, nobody in their right mind would kick at that toddler and, and yell and be like, you idiot, why can't you walk on the first time? What is wrong with you? Right? No one would do that because we understand the benefit of the process. It's the same for us. It's the same for us even though we're tall and, and no longer short. You know, when we're working through a process of trying to connect more intimately with this thing called intuition, we're going to fall down. We're not going to get it right. And any day that we attempt to do any number of things in that regard, it is enough because that's what happened. If something else was supposed to happen, it would have, but it didn't. So it's enough. So part of our job is to identify when a belief is coming up that's negative or constricting, such as, man, I should have done more, or there's not enough time to do everything that I want to do, and know that that is a particular frequency and not the frequency that we're going to feel abundant on. So this individual wanted to get a deeper sense of what their intuition is like, help them in their business and communing with people. And they just really wanted a, you know, a deeper sense of what it means to be intuitive and how the messages are coming through. But they also had a belief that they can't tell anyone about this because their friends, their relatives, their neighbors, their business partners would think that they were nuts. So they'd feel constricted in, in that way that they can't actually talk freely about what they know to be true and how they function and facilitate a successful business. It's all vibration. So what we talked about was continuing to do the inspired actions that feel really good for this person. Don't stop doing action, but continue to do the actions that are heartfelt. 
that are done with a sense of joy and confidence and gratitude and keep moving at the pace that feels comfortable for them. But also simultaneously make space for shifting your inner frequency. So how do you do that? You follow your excitement, your passion, your bliss, your interest, your curiosity. Why? Because those sensations are the messages that are coming from your higher self directly translated into hormones. That's the messaging system. Our higher self speaks in frequencies. We don't necessarily automatically speak the language of frequency, right? It's like speaking French if you don't speak French. It just falls on deaf ears. You don't know what they're saying. But every single one of us speaks the language of hormones, right? Our, our hormone system is what helps stimulate the body into a sensation. So your higher self is sending you a frequency-based message, goes to your heart, goes to your body. That message gets translated into the feeling and sensation of interest, curiosity, joy, things that feel expansive and fun versus constrictive, heavy, hard, tiresome, bad. Though that's what you're looking to do is determine what is the sensation that I'm getting. You want to err on the side of following the things that feel good. They can come in instant messages through your mind, your imagination, where you get a DM, right? Your, your higher self is sliding into your, you know, your inbox there with a DM. And the DM is, wow, that really looks fun. That's a great idea. Can't wait to talk to that person. That's how you know it's your signature self. It's your real authentic higher self. That's the language. That's how you tap into your intuition. As you're following those messages from your higher self that feel really, really good, that feel interesting, you're curious, you want to follow those ideas, they feel timeless, and you recognize that that's your higher self. Within the construct of that experience, you have done what is called raise your frequency. Abundance-based frequencies, love-based frequencies, unconditional love, your real self, are expansive, inclusive, abundance-based frequencies. The more time you spend in that frequency, the more you will become intuitive, the more intuitive messages that you will translate in the way that you are allowing yourself to translate those messages. Be mindful as well if you are trying to translate messages just like someone else, right? This is a big one. Well, I can't do what they do, so my intuition must be faulty because I can't do it the way they do it. You're not supposed to. You're supposed to do it the way that it comes through for you on any given day. You're not supposed to do it even better than you're doing it right now because you didn't. You did it only in the way that you did it. And it was good enough. 
and tomorrow's a different day. One of the reasons that we go to sleep every night as physical beings is because in our wake state, we have resistance. We have limiting beliefs. We have fears and doubts and anxieties. We have concerns. We have worries. That's all resistance to our natural state of being, which is a buoyant, abundant-based, non-physical consciousness. It's tiring to resist who you really are. So the physical body needs to go to sleep. And while the physical body is sleeping, the non-physical consciousness that you are gets to go and play. Sometimes you attend classes. Sometimes you just work out things that you've experienced in your wake state in a safer environment so that you can work through problems and solutions and get a better sense of how you really feel while your physical body is sleeping. Your consciousness can work on those things for you. All frequency, all intuitive messages. Your intuition is 100% functional. So when you're wondering why you're not translating more intuitive messages, bring to mind ideas such as, am I following my highest level of excitement? Am I taking that idea as far as I can take it in the moment that I can take it till I can't take it any farther? And then am I staying in a positive mindset no matter what? Everything can be interpreted as positive, negative, or neutral. So how am I interpreting this event? Am I doing what I can do? Am I following my passion? Am I given an opportunity to follow my passion? But I, am I the one dampening the excitement because of fear, doubt, anxiety? You can also ask yourself, if I do this thing that I want to do, what am I scared is going to happen? This was my big thing for a long time. You know, I was in the spiritual closet for many, many years, mainly because I didn't want my dad to think poorly of me. He was not a believer in the afterlife. He wasn't a believer that consciousness lived on. He didn't believe in spirits and, and other entities. So for me to be my real self in the midst of my parents' presence was difficult. He did read my Accelerate Your Mojo book and he said he was proud. So he did meet me halfway, but he didn't believe. But now he does because he transitioned a year ago last week. And now we talk all the time because everything is frequency. So when dad transitioned, he retracted his consciousness, his point of focus from the physical realm, and he became all that he is. He reintegrated into all that he is, which is frequency, which is vibration. So now we can connect. And how do we connect? We connect through ideas sensations. Many times when our loved ones are communicating with us, we feel a sense of grief or loss because we believe they are gone and we can't connect with them anymore. We believe they are lost. We believe they are gone. So as they communicate with us through this lens of limitation, 
we feel them, but we feel them where we are, and we are in a sense of loss. So that's how we feel their communications. Sometimes our loved ones, because everything is frequency, will give us ideas such as, now's a good time to take a walk. And you're like, well, I'm in the middle of something. Well, if you're following your highest level of excitement, taking it as far as you can take it to, you can't take it any farther. And you're in the middle of a sentence writing a book, but the impulse is to take a walk and that feels more exciting than finishing work on your book, then you take the walk because you know the way intuition works. So let's say you take your walk and you're halfway around the block and you overhear a conversation about something that you needed information on. And you're like, huh, that's weird. I was really looking for that answer and now I have it. Communication, intuition, knowledge, unconditional love, frequency. As you shift your frequency by following things that make you feel good, you automatically by default increase your intuitive nature. It's inclusive as you raise your frequency. Denser frequencies have limited access to certain kinds of ideas and understanding. Following your bliss, following your excitement, following your interest, following your curiosity is the how. It's the way that will work for you because of the way this reality is constructed. Every single one of us has a guidance system. That guidance system mechanistically is set up the same. We all are non-physical consciousness that come from the spirit realm. We project our focus of attention into this reality. We are a soul, which is the higher mind plus the physical mind. In this reality, the soul is encompassed within this experience. It is us having a physical experience. And in that reality, we have access to the understanding of what frequency is. So you're a soul, which is a higher mind plus your physical mind. Your higher mind is giving your physical mind information that it needs. You have a hormone system. And that hormone system is your physical guidance system letting you know how you feel. How you feel is letting you know what you believe to be true for yourself in that moment. It's the translation of a belief. And the more that you follow the things that feel good, two things are happening. You're in alignment with your higher self and you are being given guidance. This is your roadmap. The roadmap is follow the things that make you excited, happy, curious, have a sensation of expansion. That's your clue. That's the key to everything. Because as you follow that bliss, your natural state of being is expanded. And as you expand, that becomes 
what's called inclusive. The farther you expand your energy, the more is included in your, your experience, in your awareness. So that's the how. There isn't any one particular methodology. It isn't as if everyone needs to sit down and meditate in their basement in the dark for an hour. It's not the way it works. It may not work for you. Maybe your bliss is to go outside and build a treehouse or take apart your clock on your wall to figure out what the components look like or go out for a run or do some needle felting. Everyone's path will look different, but the methodology is the same, meaning you follow your highest level of excitement, take it as far as you can take it till you can't take it any farther. Don't demand that that excitement necessarily become something specific and stay in a positive mindset no matter what. So for example, I'm making this podcast. I didn't know I was gonna make this podcast today. I was following my excitement through the day. Today was more of a low-key day. We've just had a time change in the States. It's daylight savings time. And so I'm a little sluggish physically. And I intended to just lay low today. But I got the inclination to make this podcast to talk about frequency based on the conversation I had with someone in the intuition mastery monthly circle that I do with Kylene Cox. Anyone's welcome to come. It's a fantastic way to spend some time honing your intuition once a month. You can find that on my website if you're interested in that. But based on the conversation we had with someone who attended yesterday, I was really excited to share this information because so many of us have this question. I had this question for so long. I thought the how to become more intuitive had to do with physical action. If I listened to this podcast or I read that book or I took that class, that was going to be the thing that increased my intuitive understanding. And while those things add to our awareness, the biggest thing you can do for yourself is just follow your excitement. And that excitement might be read that book. It might be take that class, but it isn't the action that increases it. It's the following the excitement. That's why everyone's path is going to be so, so different minute by minute by minute. I didn't know I started out playing my ukulele. And then in playing the ukulele, I thought this is so good because it's all about frequency. An instrument is about frequency. We translate the frequency into sound through our eardrums and then we enjoy it. But the process is the same with an instrument. If somebody didn't have the capability to hear, if they had some challenge with their hearing, They wouldn't hear sound, but they could feel frequency. They could feel the difference in different frequencies. You can feel the difference in different frequencies in your body. You're translating that information based on the frequency that you're on. So frequency 
translation, comprehension, awareness. These are all things that influence your intuitive understanding of yourself. So the next time that you have a thought of doubt, such as, I'm not good enough at this intuition thing yet. So-and-so is so much better than me. I can't do it like that. I'll never get this. I'll never be able to do what I want to do. When you have those thoughts, either come back and listen to this podcast or have some place that you've written some notes for yourself that you can refer to to remind yourselves to pivot mentally and remind yourself that all you have to do to increase your frequency, to raise your vibration, is to follow things that you're interested in. Whatever that looks like, and it will be absolutely unique to you minute by minute by minute. There's no standard path. This concept of standardization is over. People are still gonna try to force it upon each other, but I'm telling you, it's over. Honoring the individual path is the way forward. And as we do that, what we will see ourselves construct is a completely different society. There are many, many of us that do things that we don't wanna do because we think we have to do them. We don't know that we have the option to follow what makes us happy. We don't think that that will produce anything substantial. But if everybody followed their excitement, followed their bliss, everything would work out so much better. So see if you can catch yourself the next time you're doubting and you're feeling a sense of constriction or loss or being left behind or not being good enough. As you sense and are aware of that thought and that sensation, recognize that that whole experience you're having in your inner reality is because you are moving your consciousness through a belief structure, a negative constricting belief structure. And see if you can softly and easily transition to a thought that feels a little bit better. Like, well, wait a second, if I can do that, I can do something else. So what am I interested in doing right now? Let me see if I can work out the kinks in this idea. Let me see if I can prove to myself the benefit of following my highest level of excitement. Now, of course, that also depends on where you are because if you're starting from a level of anxious, angry, jealous, your available highest level of excitement might be very different than even hope or joy. In my book, Accelerate Your Mojo, there is a graph. It's called the Emotional Guidance System. And it's my interpretation of what it looks like to be aware of your emotional guidance system the emotions that are guiding you and telling you where you're focusing your energy. And what's important about that is if you're sitting in a place of hopelessness or depression or anxiety, 
the highest level that you might be able to get to might be angry. But that's a more empowered state than despondent. So you're actually moving forward. So don't think that everything is based on having to get to pure bliss, even though that's the saying, right? Follow your bliss. But just get as far up the emotional scale as you can in any given day. Know that that's good enough because it is what it is. And that tomorrow will be different. And you'll have more awareness about yourself as an intuitive being. You will understand more about your own process. You will have remembered more about what you've already learned. You will connect more dots. You will see your magnificence in a new way that you have never seen before. You will see your competency in this regard in ways that you never have before. And that's where the confidence comes in, where you connect the dots and you realize your own process and you celebrate your own process and you stop comparing yourself to other people. When you do those things, confidence in your own abilities, confidence in your own path, confidence and peace with where you are, are natural. You don't have to do anything to have them. They just are an offshoot of being in that, on that path. So cool. I'll see you next time. To join me and Kylene Cox in the Intuition Mastery Monthly Circle, be sure to click on the link below this podcast episode and join us. We would love to have you. We are so confident that you are going to love this experience that we're giving you the first month free. So we'll see you there.